0: Mm-hmm.
1: Alright In three, two, one. 2, 1 Welcome Oh shit Oh, <laughs> shit, <man>. oh <laughs> my <laughs> god uh. Welcome to another episode of Triple Coverage I am your host, Ring Griffin And I'm joined by the three musketeers Julio Martinez Cam Lewis, the man, the myth, the legend And Michelle Mancoff oh my god. Dallas Cowboys oh, super fan um. over here but uh you know today we're gonna get into a lot of different things it's kind of dying down a little bit but we know there's always stuff to talk about in the NFL um before I get into that make sure you go follow our other social media outlets at SQR1 Media make sure you go check out Julio's blog you can find that through his Instagram at Julio Martinez with two O's and two Z's make sure you go check out our written work all that good stuff now I want to put Mr. Jadavion Clowney on the table because this guy's yet to sign a contract, which is kind of strange because he's been one of the best free agents on the market for a while now. So where do you guys think he ends up at this point?
2: I'll go first. Um, Well, one, I don't think it's strange just because, you know, he has um, a deep injury history. And I think he had sports hernia surgery. Recently, I believe so. Like you know, with Corona, like he can't travel. Team doctors can't, you know, test him out, see how he's doing. So I'm not surprised that he's not signed. But just because of that, I think that he just stays in Seattle. He wanted 20 million a year. He's not getting that. So I think he probably signs a one year to deal with Seattle and tries again next year. Hmm. Yeah. I, well,
0: my opinion. of uh, I, I was just looking up how how much they traded for him and. For me, it's kind of difficult, you know, letting that many assets go to only get one year out of a guy yeah. and just let him go. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think he returns to the Seahawks. The team that I found interesting, though, was the Colts mm. and, and putting putting him on the D line with DeForest Buckman, I think that would be
3: dangerous well, for my, Oh, go ahead. McDonald. The Colts are a good option because they—they're one of the teams that has the cap space. Right. Um, but I really don't see—I don't see anyone wanting to pay him the money that he's that he's, he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for that reason, I see him returning to the Seahawks.
1: I agree with both of y'all. I, I think he ends up back in, the, in Seattle. And and this clearly, if, if you last this long, if you're one of the top free agents and you're still on the market, there's clearly a disconnect between what your representation deems your mm-hmm. worth as versus what the league deems important. your worth as. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's something that exists. Um, it makes sense for him to go back on a, a one-year deal like you said, Cam, because I, I feel like he thinks that his value's higher and he wouldn't want to play at that value for a long period of time. So I, I, I do think a one-year deal would be possible. I've also heard stuff like the Jets thrown out. um That would be interesting, I guess. I don't see who that really helps. I don't think it helps Jadavion, nor does it help the Jets a whole lot. Um, no. The no. Colts, it's like the Colts are interesting, but I don't know. Maybe it's because of the colors, but I can never just think highly of the Colts. They're just so bland to me all the time. Like Philip Rivers.
2: I care about the Colts, but my other dark horse is Philadelphia. Oh no! Don't oh. give them hope. Oh, I mean, don't let's, give him hope. let's
1: get into it. I mean, if you if you if you brought it up, I mean, let's get don't into it.
2: <laughs> let's I get did, into did, it. But I just had to be honest. That's my other dog horse. <laughs>
1: hey, uh, why, why don't you expound on that, Cam? Let, let, let's hear. Uh, let's hear your point. <laughs>
2: if you, uh, you guys want money on the defensive line every year. Yeah, that we do. Just that we do. Just what you guys do. Hey, man. Just what.
1: Just wouldn't be surprised. Howie always makes cap appear out of thin air, so I, I do think that that could be a possibility. Moving on to a more broader scope of free agency, who do y'all think won? In matter of fact, I'll throw this to you too. Who well, after this is who lost? But let's start with who won free agency.
0: To me, when I when I when I think about who won, I, I just think uh, about the biggest impact on your team mm. and whether. What you can, you can have your opinions on on uh, Tom Brady, whether he's falling off a cliff or not, but the players in the NFL, I, I feel like Tom Brady still carries an aura about him that you know if we got if we got this guy, we, we got a chance to win, and in a division that's not you know uh, in a division like the the one that the Ravens are in or the one that the Chiefs are in, where you know who's probably going to win that division. It just gives you the confidence as a team and, and to have your team led by a guy like Tom I, I just feel like it has the most impact and then going off the field I mean the the revenue numbers are just gonna go through the roof with ticket sales jersey sales everything so I, I just feel like it's Tom Brady by far, by far with the Bucs
3: that's the clear the clear winner is is the, the Tampa Bay Bucks but I want to give I want to give the Saints some credit um mm. retaining you know Drew Brees that's that's big that's not something that's like taken for granted clearly as you see what happens with with Tom Brady um so what they had some other
1: Emmanuel Sanders Emmanuel Sanders they oh, took my, God, they, they, took corner, my boy, they took my boy Malcolm Jenkins away from me man
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. They had, they had the back they, they made themselves a team that's going to, you know, probably beat Tom Brady's Bucks for in, in the in the division next year, you know. So their signings did enough. Um you know, everyone's talking about the Bucks right now, but who are we going to be talking about in January? We'll see. Right?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I I want to push back against y'all thinking the Bucks won free agency. Like, let's remember Tom Brady just had probably the worst season of his career last year.
2: Tom Brady's oh, okay, 43 years old. I addressed that go. point. Hold on, hold on. I addressed
3: that Let point. Let me go, Daniel. What's up, Cam? So, the, the clear-cut winner is the Bucs. So what? My winner. My, my yeah, winner. <laughs> they made millions of dollars for their franchise. You win yeah. the yeah. game. sure the NFL's about winning championships. You play to, to
1: win the money. game. You play and, to win the game
2: <laughs> we can talk about Whatever
3: season he had Last
2: season He didn't have Chris Godwin Or Mike Evans So True We're gonna see a, We're gonna see A different Tom Brady It might not be Tom Brady That we're used to From like you know Three years ago But Three years I, ago They got Tom 20 Brady years <laughs> 20 years ago 20 years ago They they got Tom Brady Though bro Like But my other one And I'll, I'll let you Get back to it mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't be myself If I didn't bring up Arizona And Colin Absolutely. Murray Back a top five receiver in football. That's true. That's true. And I have but to make. it follow it up with a good draft. Ryan Tannehill is probably also another. Yeah, he. <laughs> that's just the
1: individual that won free agency.
3: That's an individual. Yeah, <laughs> true. He did win free agency. Yeah,
1: that's, that's quarterbacks in general wow. winning free agency.
3: Really, but, I'd imagine what he must have felt like this past year. Like he's he's a how many years have been in the league? Seven. Eight? it's
1: been a minute he was drafted the same yeah. year as Cam
3: and he was not made like sure he's he's got like probably made 15 20 million so far in his career more than that I'm sure a more mm-hmm. way Wait, more he was, he, yeah. was a he was a high pick yeah like uh, 50
0: I'd say yeah, a, yeah.
3: It, like this is his first, now he's like now he's like set set like congrats yeah. to him congrats
1: to him congrats to him but like come on now like, it's Ryan that? Tannehill
3: He's not. He's. Not,
1: um, he's just not good. Anyways,
3: you know what? You know what? If Ryan Fitzpatrick can get paid, if Nick Foles can get paid, why not Ryan Tannehill?
1: Because Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard. He's smart, and Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Ryan Fitzpatrick point I just kind of pulled out of my butt. But, anyways, I, I. I. I can't. I can't say that the Bucks won free agency. There's just no way. What do you mean? That granted, they got the they quarterback, but like the oh, quarterback is I, 43 but, years old. He's but 40. I, but I address that point.
0: Whether you think, as outsiders, like Tom Brady is still good or not, he still carries that aura amongst his peers. Aura ain't gonna win you games. You oh, gotta
1: be able God. to like push the you ball here. You think he's field. gonna make them play better and play harder? They will play better, but I think we're I'm we might be overstating. You right said what? We're talking about the Bucks right now. We like, are talking about the Bucks, and maybe this is my affinity for Jameis Winston. We would
3: never be talking about the only time the Bucks came up on our podcast last year was whether when we were talking about Jameis Winston. Winston was having a good week or a bad week. That's, <laughs> that's my, the best
2: that's point. Just, let's just address this. They got—I don't care how bad Tom Brady is now—they got like twenty times better at the quarterback spot. So twenty bad. times. Dude, bad. Oh my gosh! And I can say thirty. 40, <laughs> 50. <laughs> I'm just going to throw
1: it out there now. I, I don't think that they're going to be as good as everyone thinks they're going to be. I'll see them as a 9-7, 10-16, somewhere
3: 10 in
0: there. 10-win team. That's a, that's a big improvement, especially considering the new
3: playoff format. Yeah, yeah. You're getting to the playoffs. Yeah, you're getting to the playoffs.
1: But better. that, to me, doesn't... play
3: the Saints for the third time that year as this. Actually, I don't know how this would work anymore in the seven-team playoff. Who knows? Okay, we need to talk about the seven-team playoff. Okay, let's talk about it. How, I mean, how are mean wh- 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 one seeds going to ever lose anymore? Like Exactly. The, I was the, talking about the, that. The only team that gets the bye that was the best team throughout the regular season, playing the two-seed that hasn't gotten a bye is just not going to be even a good game. I'd right. I, I, I beg to differ on that. I, like, this is going to be a, a trial run for the for the seventeen playoff and they're gonna go back to the two by two team buy
1: format. I don't know. I think sometimes we overstate the value of that first round buy. Like it, it's good because you get to give your players a rest, but you know, that one extra game isn't gonna make or break teams that have to play it. And I, I think that, you know, sometimes it's an advantage already having playoff experience going into the next week. I mean look at what happened to Baltimore this this year, right? They Had the first Wait, round by and got ran out by Tennessee.
3: Since nineteen ninety the number one seed has gotten to the Super Bowl 51.7% of the time. Mm, Bruh. Numbers. The number two seed has gotten to the Super Bowl 27.6% of the time. Mm-hmm. Number three seed,
0: 3.4%. Yeah, so as much parity as people think, the I mean, the NFL is based on parity, but like this is this is the point I was trying to bring up When uh, we were first talking about this That the number one seed is just going to have An even bigger advantage
1: now. Yeah, I think it makes teams Want to fight more for that number one spot Because we've seen a lot of teams in the past Be able to settle in that number two spot But now you see the best teams in the NFL Fighting for the number one seed the entire time I still I just
2: don't think that that's fair
3: only- That's true, but playoffs are not going to be as exciting I don't think so Yeah
1: Hmm, that's an interesting take. I, I think it doesn't – It in some years it might not because that seventh seed might not be a team that's, you know, ready to, for playoff football. But I think there's a lot of times where you have a team that could have, very well could have been a playoff team that just misses because, you know, of the division they happen to be in or the schedule they happen to have. They had to play a lot of tough teams. So things of that nature. Um like, I think about a team in the AFC West this season, right? You know, you could very easily miss the playoffs just because of, you know, how good the division is. Um, anyway, to move, to move on to my winner of free agency, I have the Chargers. Because the, the Chargers, you, you got Chris Harris and Linval Joseph, so you beefed up your defense. You really have a defense that's constructed. I'm not saying they're capable of doing this. Matter of fact, I will say they're capable of doing this. I think that they can beat the Chiefs for the division. Because you have a defense that's constructed on its defensive back talent. Um, you got Chris Harris. You got Desmond King. You got um, Derwin James. You got uh, Bosa. Bosa. You could you can you can rush the uh, passer as well. You got, um, you got
0: Ingram. Melvin
1: Ingram. Yeah. Who's the other corner that I'm forgetting? Uh, Casey Hayward. Uh, you got you got a lot of talent on that defense. So you know you look at the Chiefs. It's it's you know almost impossible to think to stop them but if there's anyone built to slow them down i think it's the chargers um you got solid yeah, in, what's up uh,
0: you still got you still need a quarterback at the
1: helm i'll get to that i will get to that um okay. so okay. you got a pretty solid uh, offensive line you so i'm uh, really
3: excited for the chargers quarterback because that's a good team
1: mm-hmm.
3: oh yeah
1: oh yeah no doubt <laughs> they're not beating the chiefs though I'm not. I, I don't think they beat them long term come playoff time. But in the regular season, I I, I don't. I think there's a, there's a decent chance because when you're a team like the Chiefs, everyone's giving you your best shot every single week. I, I think there's. You know, we we can't expect the team to go 16 and 0, right? <laughs> yeah, we had going 16 and 0, man. Come on now, come on. <laughs> but you got a decent offensive line. You had a trade Turner.
3: Now that they. Alright, let's think about the AFC Mm -hmm. What are some good teams in the AFC?
1: Baltimore, Baltimore. Los Angeles, Chargers, Chiefs Um, You could try to throw the Browns in that conversation But I'm not going to do it
3: The only team that, I mean, the Chiefs are just way above all the rest of them Maybe not Baltimore, but we'll see I feel like, I feel like yeah, I feel like
2: Baltimore is, is they're up there. With also, the Baltimore is also a low key a winner of free agency. Like they stopped.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, their
2: defense just got even.
1: Strong. Oh yeah. Yeah. Talk yeah. about what they get. Kawhi. lost
2: blockers this morning. Um, he went back to the Rams, but still, even with that, Baltimore did really well at free agency. Really
1: yeah. Well. Agreed. Um, but to to your point, Julio, they don't have a quarterback yet, but. Rumor has it that the Chargers were trying to trade for Cam Newton, but they could never agree to a deal with the Panthers. I think that ultimately uh, Cam Newton ends up with the Chargers on a free agent deal. Okay,
0: that'd be a what? Bet. Whoa! You don't think Cam Newton's better than Tyrod Taylor?
1: I definitely think Cam Newton's better than Tyrod Taylor.
3: No, 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 no Michelle, yeah. give, give me, give me any of these young gun QBs that are coming out of the first round. Well, okay, okay. I think
1: they I, would like, still I, drop the quarterback at six if they did yeah,
0: him. I, I i do too. I, I had a scenario. What, what if the Chargers what if the Chargers traded no no, what if the Chargers took Isaiah Simmons with their
2: what six pick? Ooh. I thought about that
1: too and I just Oh uh, that'd be so with, nasty.
2: <laughs> and then with
0: the and then with the they try to trade up with the other picks and try to get uh uh Jordan Love. Trading back. In uh,
1: I don't. History. I don't think they could get Jordan Love and Simmons. That'd be tough. But you. You yeah. could always say
0: you, no. But, but. But you don't think they could. They can get Jordan Love in like the. In like the thirteenth area,
1: ish. It. Yeah. No. That's about where Jordan not Love's not gonna, gonna
0: go. Gonna so uh, imagine them getting those two players.
1: I just. <laughs> To me, it's just a standpoint of if, you, if you're if really a team that you feel like you're, it's built to win now, you go get Cam Newton, who's proven he's capable of winning. If you go get Simmons with that, Simmons. oh, my God. You know how nasty that That's defense cool. would be? That defense That's would right. be freaking raw. And then you can— you could always say, um, like, I'll go get my quarterback later on. And if I'll get the rest I can out of Cam, I'll wait till 2022 or something like that. And, you know, I'll get my quarterback like, then.
3: I don't like Cam for that offense. Yeah. Like, Why is that? It doesn't seem like a great fit. How do you figure? Like, because I need I, I need, I I
1: need
3: good someone good. to give Keenan Allen a good 50 50 ball. And I just haven't seen. I mean, this is all like. I mean, I'm watching Cam Newton last year, and his throws were just not. That was. I mean, I, mean, I know he had a
1: shoulder. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how much we can attribute uh, what he's actually yeah. good at to what we saw last year. But let's okay. not forget how great he was with Kelvin Benjamin, right? Like he gave that dude, you know, a lot of opportunities. Who and he really wasn't all that good of a receiver. You know, hindsight twenty twenty.
3: I just don't know how good a surgically repaired shoulder can be given those 50-50 balls.
2: Did you yeah, I, see I the... Oh, go ahead. With the, with the weapons there, I think he'll do good. But I see what Michelle is saying. Like, but for me, it's more of, I don't know how much he'll be able like, to be on his feet. And he'll probably actually be more of a pocket pass. And that's just not Cam.
3: I mean, and, then, and then the other thing is that he's proven that he's ineffective with the check down running back. Cam Newton wasn't able to give Christian McCaffrey the 1,000-yard season. Had to have Kyle Allen give him that. But, like, Austin Eckler's come in, as your number one back. Same deal, you know? Like, if he didn't fit in that offense in Carolina, I don't think he's going to fit in the offense and, and with the Chargers.
1: I don't think it was a fit thing. I think it was a more of a just uh, – that's what I'm looking for a uh, uh, health matter, uh, cause even the the best of Cam Newton that we saw, he he was able to play with what's his name, Jonathan Stewart, pretty well, and Jonathan Stewart isn't really built in the mold of a Austin Eckler, but. You know, you you let Cam, you give Cam Newton the reins when he's at a hundred percent. That dude can go. Like that, it's been a while since we've seen it because he hasn't been healthy for so long. But I don't know if really he can. Go. I
3: don't know if he can do it anymore. I'm not it's, sure either.
1: But I, I think if you're a Chargers, mess. you take the risk.
3: I, yeah, I, I think first down running the ball now, you don't know if he's gonna do that because of his physical things. But but I I think
0: you're in a win now situation, and I mean. I think everybody would agree that he's better than Tyrod Taylor. So, I mean, I would just say,
2: like, a why not one-year deal? Right. Why not? And why not? I'll say this to make Greg happy. I, I saw the video of Cam working out this week to gospel music. and Oh,
1: God. my gosh. That is, he's coming he pulled, back with a vengeance. He pulled, he pulled me in. He pulled me in. He's, coming, he's coming for heads right now. However, I, he's going to have a good seat. I do also want to throw out a low-key name for an option at quarterback. And This is a name that gets lost a lot um, Because he's kind of just had an unfortunate career Up to this point But he's a Cali kid He would fit great in the culture What about Josh Rosen, man? He's ass Whoa, what? (laughs) Josh (laughs) Rosen's never gotten an opportunity, Michelle No, no, no I I love Josh
3: Rosen There's a reason why he hasn't gotten another opportunity There's a reason why no team's come knocking at the door And wants him He's got a terrible attitude Terrible attitude. He's not the first guy to have a terrible. Attitude.
1: I don't think he has a terrible ad. Att- he has a bit of entitlement about him. Um, I mean, a, a bit is being a little. Okay, uh, he has he has, has some. He or? has a strong sense of entitlement about him. Yeah, but I think it's it's grounded in his ability. Which I mean, Tom Brady has a strong sense of entitlement about him because of his ability. Um, you know the, the, it, quarterbacks have egos. That's that's just how it goes
0: the The thing about bringing in Josh Rosen, uh, right now we're just sticking to on the field stuff. Mm-hmm. But we, I mean, we haven't even addressed off the field, and, and the fit cam would be for that. And that's why I think you don't bring in Josh Rosen because
3: it would just be like, wow, what, like, what the hell are we doing? Are we trying to win? or Are we trying to tank? It would be mm-hmm. great for for the ticket sales. People would come see Josh mm-hmm. Rosen. Oh yeah. See
1: oh yeah. I I think if you bring in Josh Rosen, you don't like make Josh Rosen your guy. You you put him in competition, and you have to let him earn it. Um, And if he does, he does. But it'd be interesting to say, like you know, if you go because I can't imagine you'd have to pay a high cost to go trade for Josh Rosen at this point. Especially nah. if Miami go Tua, um, so you go trade for Rosen, you keep Tyrod, you keep Cam, um, or you you sign Cam. So you have your you know best case scenario on Cam. You have your um, highest ceiling, I suppose, in Josh Rosen, um, and then you have your contingency plan in Tyrod, and you let those three go at it. It would be wild. It would be wild. It it'd get it gives them some attention in in L A too. Um, no doubt about it. Anyways, okay, we were talking about trades. The Eagles want to pair a young wide receiver with Carson Wentz, but the market seems pretty dry right now. Not going to lie. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm just sitting here watching all the receivers go. I'm thinking we got Amari. Oh, no, Amari. Okay, maybe we can pull Robbie Anderson. Nope. Rashad Perriman, maybe? Nope. None of that. So
0: a in a trade.
1: D- yeah, they... Uh, Apparently they were in discussions with get, with Houston for getting D-hot, but to quote Howie Roseman, he said the the deal that was offered to them was not the same one that was offered to Arizona. I mean, like, obviously, yeah. you don't have the same players. But, um, yeah, that, that was a little frustrating to, to hear that uh, they felt as though that was too much to give up. but
0: Yeah, and if, and if you're Carson Wentz, you're pretty pissed about that.
1: The only justification I can think of is that the team didn't have a player of David Johnson's perceived caliber to Houston, I guess. I don't think David Johnson's all that good, but he— it, seems that Houston valued him higher than most people would. So they might have been asking for more picks instead. Uh, That's the only way I can really justify it. Who knows what happened? But the reality of the situation is now the Eagles are heading into the draft just about the back end of free agency and you still have an injury-prone Gazoon tight. You have an injury-prone Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson, and really, just about no one else. in your receiver room. You got Greg Ward Jr. Alshon Jeffrey looked like he was on the trade block, but it's looking more and more like he might end up sticking with the team next year. And I don't know how to feel about the receiving core, man. I, I I'm not a fan of it. I wasn't a fan of it last. I was a fan of it last year until like everything just went to crap. But you know, in in terms of looking to the future, I'm not a fan of our receiving core right now. What options do you think that are out there for uh, for the Eagles?
0: Nelson Aguilar turned
1: y'all down. No, man. he didn't turn us down. I'm we just, let him I'm go.
0: Kidding. We I'm let him
1: kidding. go. We don't want. That. Oh my <laughs> gosh! You kidding me? Did not turn it. It's like saying, uh, you know, yeah. I turned Alex Alexander Dardario down. You know, she she wanted me. no, it, she ain't want me. Come on. That, that,
0: that's like that's
1: like saying Trump didn't invite Steph to the White, white exactly. House. Exactly. Come on now. Uh, I'm joking. Yeah, trying to pick at me. <laughs> Realistically, what options are out there for the Eagles? I'm interested in seeing what y'all have to say. I have a couple options for myself, but uh, I want to hear what you just got to
3: go get one in the draft for sure.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think that's a given. But it seems like they want to get another one with that, like one that's already established in the NFL.
2: So, I don't really know about the established ones, but in regards
1: to the draft, mm, Reggie, mm, mm.
2: Here we go. Here we go. Justin Jefferson. I wouldn't be pissed. Louisiana State University. I wouldn't be mad.
1: The kid's got talent. I say the kid, he's older than me. <laughs> but the dude's got talent. He's just... He's an eagle at this point. I just think there's better receivers out there.
3: Receivers that have egos like this, I think, are the best coming out of college, you know, because there is such a difference that you see with development of young receivers. You know, the quarterbacks in the NFL, they're, they're a lot better than they are in college. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that when you've got a top talent like this guy, who is Justin Jefferson, is going to be a top receiver in the league come five years, for sure.
1: When you say top, you mean top 20? Top?
3: I mean, I mean, a... Number one wide receiver that most teams would be happy to have.
1: Hmm. Whoa, that's interesting. I, that I'm not my-
3: saying that most teams would choose him over their number one wide receiver. I'm just saying that he could be a number one option for most teams. Hmm. Um, but I think that when you have egos like this, it's it's always fun to watch to see if the receiver is is, is really a special talent and it's going to be successful. From the get go, or if it takes some time, I, I'm when excited. You,
1: when you say an him. ego, what what can you expound on that?
3: I mean, when like Justin Jefferson never ran five routes in a row where he was blanketed the whole time without a sec, a, a ounce of daylight, and that might happen pretty frequently in the NFL early going, and it's whether or not you know he has the. The willpower to keep working mm-hmm. through the season and not get frustrated with that.
1: I mean, with Jefferson, just at his, his history, right? He came in as not really a highly touted recruit, and he was a very hard worker, and he improved his route running a lot. Um, so I do think he has the 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 wherewithal to withstand that sort of frustration. I just don't know what his top like, I, like I, his ceiling is what bothers me the most I don't see him as one of the guys in the NFL when I think of the guys like maybe not on the tier of you know uh, uh, Julio Hopkins tier, tier that's like kind of why can't he be in, Amari? in a, that's where I that's where I want and I'm not sure if he gets there
3: alright fair enough
1: um, and it, the, the hang up for me is primarily just because, and it really, it's really not all that fair to him, but when you have talent like Jamar Chase opposite of you, it allows you to have a lot of one on one matchups, and how e- often
3: was just insane.
1: It was, yeah. yeah, it was insane, and that's where I get hung up. And I, even the Alabama receivers less more so Rugs than Judy, but it's just when you have when you win one on one matchups, like that's great. But like in the NFL, you're not always going to get those one on one matchups if you're the number one guy. So I, well, I, I, I have to I have to you see. Just won't win Exactly. You won't win them as as frequently, and you won't get them if if you're the the guy that the the, the defense has to focus on. Um, so I don't see Jude, or I don't see Jefferson. I see him as a good receiver, a darn good receiver. But I'm not sure I see him as a number one receiver, which is my hang-up on him.
2: But as an Eagles fan, you can't be picky like you guys. Yeah. You guys just need receivers, whether it's a three, number five on the depth chart. Okay. okay. I I, I can
1: be picky when it comes to the first round in the deepest wide receiver draft that I've seen in a very, very long he time. The
2: best guy on the field. He's better than Mims,
1: I'm sorry. I, I I very much like Mims. I very much like Mims.
2: Um, what about
0: what about DeMarcus Robinson?
1: Nah. <laughs> Miss me with that. Miss me with that. Well, why not? Miss me with that. I d separate would he not make your roster? He would make that. That's the okay, okay. Y'all are setting the bar very, very low here. You're setting the bar extremely low. I'm not just looking for
2: a guy to make the roster. I am. Oh my gosh.
1: What do you want
0: Antonio Brown?
1: No, yeah, miss me with that too. Although I would get Antonio Brown before I got to Marcus Robinson. I don't even know where where that one came from. Like, come on, man. Carson Wentz needs a Okay, so. I'm hearing Justin Jefferson. I'm hearing Justin Jefferson and Demarcus Robinson. Really, yeah. really. I there's no other. I flip. I, I, I flip this t- this this topic idea to you, and you guys come back. I feel like you guys, you know, collaborated off screen or something. Was like, let's try to piss Reagan off, okay? Justin Jefferson, Definitely Jefferson Jefferson, and Demarcus must, Robinson. Wow! the
2: blame it must have been the Andre Hopkins.
1: Man.
0: Tell me the veteran
1: wide receivers that are still available, right? Now. Okay, at the beginning of the off season, right? Brandon Cooks was supposedly on the trade block. Yeah. I don't know whatever. You, you said
2: what? You don't want. You don't want him. Why would not I want the Brandon Cooks? Because he's like making like what twenty million dollars
1: a year. It's a lot of money, but I I feel like for um. For what the offense needs, which is somebody who can take the top off and stay healthy, a number one receiver, somebody that's consistently reliable. I mean, at every stop in his career, Brandon Cooks has been a pretty good receiver and the number one guy on his team. He
2: signed that contract. He's been traded twice.
1: Yeah, and it's because people don't want to pay the the price for him because they end up getting other guys that can do. You said what? He's not worth it. He's a very good receiver, now. Sometimes I think you overpay for what you really need. And even though it's an overpayment, it's clearly the hole in the Eagles' offense right now. And if you want to win now, you got to go. You Sometimes you got to overpay for it. So that's one option. I think another option, I this is this option is less likely because I don't think the Chiefs move any of their guys right now. They're in the room. Sammy a role. Watkins. I Sammy Watkins might want to take a He's just gonna get hurt. That that's my hang up on him. That's my hang up on him is that the injury history, and I'm not sure he's a number one receiver. Um DJ Moore is an interesting option. He had a pretty good season on the back end with Carolina last year. Um again, I'm not sure if that's the guy Carolina's willing to move, but if I'm Howie Roseman, I'm at least looking into it. Uh John Ross. So it flashes of being a pretty good receiver, he just can't stay on the field. But you know, it that's neither here nor there. If he oh, can yeah. stay on the field, he's he's a pretty good receiver. And he, again, he's got the speed. You no, know, I I am disappointed in the creativity you guys brought to this segment, man. I. I <laughs> yeah,
2: this I is really your segment, you know. <laughs> you know when you see the topics oh, and God. it was evil, young receiver, you oh, know. Yeah. My,
3: that's like an i mean, you" problem. Wow.
2: <laughs> you know what?
1: You know what? Well, what's up, Julio? You
0: you attacked it from a trade standpoint. Yeah. I was looking at free agency. Oh,
1: there's nothing there's left, left not on free agency. Lot of there's not a good the free agency's done at the receiver position. It, so, unless-
0: are y'all gonna trade for Julio Jones?
1: I saw that. I actually saw that rumor floating around, and it was like, it gave oh, me Laker vibes. It no, it gave me Lakers fans vibes where it's like, really, y'all, really, like, somebody were talking about uh, Zach Ertz and, you know, picks for Julio Jones. I'm like, come on, y'all. Let, let, let's just not do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, those, those are just some of the options that I see out there that, that could potentially be uh, good for Wentz, but it seems like they want a young guy that they can groom up with Wentz, which is I, I think important for a young quarterback. Um, but as we saw from last year, Wentz can do it with anyone. So speaking of, I feel
0: like, but also apart from the wide receiver court y'all got to share up the backfield too.
1: Um, you you let me let me let me tell you about a, a guy I've become quite fond of, and his name is Miles Sanders. That dude can ball. That dude can, can ball. ball.
3: Okay. Pick him in your fantasy draft next year. You'll mm. you'll thank me later.
1: Yeah, he can ball. Like, that dude, like, there's a reason why they were willing to let Jordan Howard go to the Miami. And it's because Miles Sanders showed flashes of being a dude. Like oh, the, I'm, oh, Okay, but you, is, okay. is that going to be the only guy in your backfield? You got Boston Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Legend, Boston Scott. Boston Scott. No, they do need, like, a bigger back to kind of take those short yardage situations, but I feel like you can yeah, find that late yeah. in the draft um, or in free agency right now. Excuse me. But uh, I, I I wouldn't say that it's really a need right now, more so than just, you know, think, something to think about. Um, but on the topic of wide receivers, I want to close the show um, by posing the question that Stefan Diggs posed on Twitter the other day. Um, who are the top five wide receivers in NFL history? And,
3: all right. okay, oh, what's up? Uh, yeah. So I, two I think we should. Names we're all going to say, so I just want to get them out of the way. We've got Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, right? At one and
1: two.
0: Oh, uh, I think. Well, I think there should be three names we should all say. All right. Well, four, four names,
1: yeah. I mean, there's only five. <laughs> oh,
3: we're not going to add T.O. and Calvin Johnson? See, let's Calvin let's... Johnson is interesting. I would choose Calvin Johnson if we were talking about who had the best peak of being a wide receiver. Mm. But I think this is more like who had the best wide receiver career. And in that case, T.O.'s definitely above him. You got to think that Julio is definitely going to be above him. Julio
1: Jones? Oh by the time When it's all said and done Okay Yeah, yeah.
3: Cause I mean he's already Julio's Hooli... kinda crazy Yeah Um But then you have You have Like Marvin Harrison Or Chris Carter and, Yo and I don't know There's a name that y'all just haven't
1: said guys right guys, now That I, I, I This is kinda getting ridiculous And no one's brought this name up
2: Fitz I'm Fitz Morgan. yeah Larry yeah, Fitz, Fitzgerald Fitz, 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 Fitz my five uh, Yeah
1: like he Fitz gotta make five. your five
2: It's my five he, he has five. My, my five in order is Rice, um, Randy Moss, T.O., Calvin Johnson, and Life and
1: Shell. That's my five. Okay. Uh,
2: wait. To wait. Ours. You have Fitz, Fitz? Reagan, you have Fitz
0: but not Calvin?
1: No, I have Fitz and Calvin. I have Rice, oh. Moss, Terrell Owens, Fitz, Fitz Calvin. and Calvin. And I can see that the justification for Calvin is because his, his career was a little short. He never really won anything, but he was just so— I mean, clearly different. Yeah, he was so clearly yeah. different that you know he he kind of has to be. And he kind of got a bum deal going to Detroit, but it was just so evident. You talk six five, four three speed, forty plus inch vertical. Like he's probably the most physically gifted wide receiver to ever grace a football field. Ever, yeah. But uh, what's your list looking like, Michelle? Without Calvin, it
3: it's just got it's got Chris Carter in there. Mm-hmm and not Calvin, but then we've got Fitz. Carter's like, I just can't put Calvin in there because of his short career. I can't. How many seasons did he play?
1: I think it was nine. Like nine, yeah.
3: Something like that. But I... I I just... Yeah, I can't. I can't with him nine-year career.
1: That's understandable. It's just the dominance with me. But, you know, I, I think going through this list, I, uh... I'm... It's just a, a mystery to me why Terrell Owens isn't in the Hall of Fame right now. He is. Oh. I'm tripping. No, yeah, he, he, gave, got, his gold he, jacket. he got the nod. He got the nod. That's right. I, I'm thinking of a problem that was a couple years back, but it took them way, yeah, way yeah, too yeah. long to do it. Cause he's,
0: no, no, yeah. It,
1: yeah, for sure. He uh he was up there in basically every single stat, which is ridiculous. But, you know, it, it's, it's pretty obvious who the top— Five are I think maybe top, like that five is kind of four. flux. You so what? Top three
3: to four, you've got yeah. To R- Moss
1: Rice, Rice and right uh, is it
3: doing research. in there too.
1: Right, no, I think Fitz has to be in there. He's second in yards and second in receptions, sixth in touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Another,
0: another honorable mention might be Michael Irvin.
1: No. Nah.
2: Bro, he you're you're just hating because no. he played on the Cowboys. No, okay. he's not an honorable I, 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 mention. I'm gonna be honest. If we're putting Irvin in there as an honorable mention, then I'm putting Ocho Cinco. Oh no! Okay.
1: What? Okay. First of all, Marvin take Harrison exceeds She's both take of those guys. Out. Marvin. A- okay. Let me let me let me go back into my research because I I think that Michael Irvin was a great receiver. However, I feel like his his legacy got inflated because of the teams that he was on, if that makes sense. Same with Troy Aikman. I feel like the things that really made that offense go was the run game, the dominant offensive line, and Emmitt Smith. I don't see Irvin as, uh, as that guy, but uh, let's see. I, I think Marvin Harrison exceeds both of them. I think, uh, uh, let me think. if antonio brown had not oh my I, yeah, gone yes. if, if he hadn't gone i didn't even think of that crazy yeah. but um if he'd have been able to sustain his career for a little longer
3: it, no
0: yeah, no I, I i totally agree i didn't even think of it, think of him I, I feel like he's
3: out of sight out of mind but that, but just like how yeah he's like johnson when he was playing well no one could stop him Yeah, That's
1: that's really sad to think that somebody that was that good, that we can talk about them as arguably one of the best of all time, just dipped off that fast because of some, what's clearly mental health issues.
3: Can I tell you who Antonio Brown 2.0 is? Besides all the mental stuff? What's that? Almond Ross St. Brown.
1: That'd be nice, wouldn't it?
3: <laughs> that would
1: be nice. I don't know if i put him on that level. Just wait. Just wait. I mean, that whole USC receiving <laughs> core is ridiculous.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm talking about uh, Drake London, Tyler. They're, they'll all be NFL players one day. Um, but with that, Steve, Steve Largent is another name that comes to mind. Uh, like you said, Chris Carter, I think, exceeds both Michael Irvin and... Uh, the other guy?
2: If, uh, if my guy just ever had a chance to get a quarterback, Odell, I'm speaking of, he would be in this conversation. But...
1: He wouldn't be in the conversation right now. Though. He
3: made one catch. He made one. Catch. Yeah,
2: uh, he, he's definitely probably like the most talented receiver of all time. Not I me. Mean that. No, that no, definitely
3: Calvin
2: Johnson. Calvin Johnson.
1: I mean, you can't no. teach six-five man. His his feet are special though. His feet and his hands. Are yeah. special. I think that's now what really they, differentiates him
3: down. Oh yeah. No. Crazy thing is, is that Calvin Johnson was just like a twenty percent bigger, stronger Des Bryant. Yes. Yes.
0: That's a good comparison.
3: Yeah.
1: It is why? Why not a twenty percent bigger, thing. stronger Alshon Jeffrey?
3: No. Alshon Jeffrey, no, no. Don't ever. They played the same sentences. exact way. Oh catch, catch fourteen touchdowns in a year then talk. You know, Calvin Dez. Johnson's never been trash like ever.
1: Nah. Des Bryant's been trash.
2: So, true, Yes, but <laughs> so what? What are, we, says, what are we really trying to say here? Des, Des is six peak five. Des, Elshon Jeffrey. peak,
3: peak Des. Dez went down. 2014 was insane. Listen to this, Reagan. Dez's performance dropped immediately when Dak became quarterback. It wasn't that Des declined. It was that no longer had he had 1,000, 10,000 reps of the fade with Tony Romo. Now it was this new kid who can't throw a ball, a fade route if his life depended on it. So.
1: Well, that kid is about declined. to get 35 mil. So that's. Uh... That's the predicament that you're currently finding yourself in
3: But Imagine imagine drafting a
0: quarterback that consistently gets hurt
3: Yeah, no, I'm telling you, Regan Like, these are the same injuries Romo had You know Like, like I just lived through this career And it was Tony Romo And he ended six years early so just get excited for that.
1: So what you're saying is a couple years from now, we're going to draft a quarterback in the fourth round, and he's going to usurp Carson Wentz, and then I'm going to have to we overpay for him. <laughs> we so never I'm said
3: that. never said that. saying that Carson Wentz's career is going to get shut down early. Wow. Because, you know, it's these back injuries. These back injuries are no fun.
1: The back injury was a precautionary tale. It, it was a—
3: He's got ribs, too.
2: Me please do not get him started again.
1: <laughs> because you know I, like we're already sitting at forty two minutes, but if you want to take like the next eighteen minutes for me to go on a, a tangent of why Carson Wentz is going to be perfectly fine health wise, I can do that. Like we next can go injury you know, by injury. Slip
3: disc in his neck. Oh gosh. We can
1: go we can go injury by injury. He never had a slip disc. Next thing you know,
0: next thing you know um, if he's so great, he shouldn't need wide receivers like Tom Brady probably
1: used. Well he's not a dink and dunk player.
0: He has Zach Ertz. That's all he
1: needs, right? No, mm-hmm. no. That's just that's just false. You need, you need wide receivers who can stay on the field and be healthy. But it's cool because he got to the playoffs last year with you name me, y'all name me the receiving core he had when he got to the playoffs. Nelson Aguilar. Just name me the teams that were in that division. Your team. Your team was in that division. And they sucked. Exactamente, mi amigo. Exactamente. (laughs) Anyways, I think we're just talking in circles at this point, man. I think that'll end it for this episode of triple coverage. I hope the
3: coronavirus doesn't push back the NFL
1: season. For some reason, it turned into the freaking Carson Wentz Bash Show. I don't know how that happened. But, you know, that'll do it for this episode. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Julio, Michelle. Cam for your great comments on my team and my team's current situation. Uh, Like I said in the beginning of the episode, make sure you go follow all of us on social media. Make sure you go follow SQR1Media. Make sure you go check out our other podcasts, Hoop and Holler and On the Clock. Make sure you go check out the written content. Make sure you go check out Julio's blog, which can be accessed through his Instagram, at Julio Martinez with two O's and two Z's. Thank you all for tuning in. We will see you next week, hopefully, to talk about something other than Carson Wentz injury proneness quote-unquote we'll,
3: we'll be talking about Dak Prescott's new contract
1: <laughs> we're talking about Dak Prescott holding out
3: <laughs>
1: we'll see you next we'll week with that, that.
3: Uh, we're talking about the market crash Oh
1: yeah, we're, we're, we're talking about the there's uh, uh, a lot of things bigger than football right now that's for sure but that's what we'll talk about see you next week <laughs>